0: Good morning and welcome to the podcast for the 15th of July. It's really good to have you along listening this morning. We're going to continue with our story from Ruth and we're reading from the final verses of chapter 4. In fact, really the final verses of the whole story of Ruth. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. When they came together, the Lord made her conceive, and she bore a son. Then the woman said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without next of kin, and may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age, for your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has borne him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him in her bosom and became his nurse. The women of the neighbourhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse, the father of David. Amen, and may God bless to us this reading of God's holy word. God blesses us through suffering and troubled times. I hope that that's been your experience when you with hindsight, are able to look back at some of the challenging times in life that you've been through. That we see that God's grace has moved through us, sometimes in the most unexpected of ways, through the unexpected of people and even things. The story of Ruth and Naomi ends on a happy note. Remember last week when the things were sort of falling apart from them? But it's important for us to remember that bad times don't last forever. Last week when we were discussing difficult times in life, I wonder what things came to mind in your history, your experience of life. And in those times, do you remember the point when you saw a light at the end of the tunnel? There are moments in all our tough times when we can see things Changing where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, where we can see the evidence of God's grace at work. Today's text illustrates there's no limit to where God's blessings can come from. The Moabites were considered to be the enemies of the people of Israel. Scripture tells us that they were outside God's blessing. This is also one of the few texts where women are the central characters of the story in the Old Testament. Pushing past the pressures of society, Ruth, a Moabite woman, makes a bold choice and takes control of her life. The text shows us how God works through human agency and human action. After her husband's death, Ruth chooses to remain faithful to her mother-in-law, Naomi. An uncomfortable choice as it requires her to live apart from her family of origin and indeed outside her native land. She chooses to glean in the fields, to feed both herself and Naomi, and by grace there finds a protector and eventually a husband in Boaz, who is impressed by Ruth's bravery and faithfulness. By grace, this time of suffering becomes a blessing, as Ruth becomes part of Jesus' future lineage. Through Ruth, Naomi's steadfast companion, Naomi was nourished in her old age by her care for the baby Obed. While Naomi suffered the loss of her husband and sons, as well as the security and meaning that family structure carried with it in her society, through God's work in unexpected ways and relationships, Naomi found new joy, And she found meaning in her relationship with Ruth and Ruth's family. In moments when we think that help is out of reach, in moments when we think that we are beyond any point of refuge, that there is no solution in sight for the problem that we are facing, I wonder if there are ways for us to hold out and to hold on for God's grace, knowing in faith that God's grace can still reach us, even in the most challenging of times. Let me say that again. God's grace can still reach us. God's grace can still reach us when we are struggling and when we are finding that nothing in life seems to be providing the solution that we are craving. How are we seeking God's spirit and God's energy in our life at this time? Even if everything is going well for us in life, even if we are enjoying the summer and the the, the, the sunshine and the, the warmer weather, even if we're beginning to cope with the whole change that this COVID-19 pandemic has brought us in society, even if we're coming to terms with it all and we're finding that we're doing okay, how are we going to continue to reach out to know God's grace and God's energy and love in our lives? The only way we can do that I think is making sure that we create a space, that we leave space for God to work in our life, that we continue to reach out and and seek to meet God halfway in prayer, in our devotional life, in our quiet time, holding space for thought of God in the busyness of all other thoughts that we have to think about in life. For us to find God, for us to make space for God, we need to do that. Naomi's life in the height of darkness and bitterness, took a major turn because Ruth walked alongside her and supported her. I wonder if there are people in our life, in our family, in our communities that we know would benefit from us reaching out to them and journeying with them for for a moment through their difficult time. Are there people that we need to reach out to Are there people that we need to see ourselves as a potential light source in their dark tunnel? We know with gratitude how people have made a difference to our life. We know the bright lights that have been there for us in our darkness. The way that we can show thanks to God for bringing these people into our lives is to make ourselves available as God's light to others in their darkness to walk alongside and support them even when we're continuing to struggle with our own difficulties that there's a benefit in reaching out to others and 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 seeing that that companionship and that fellowship and that support can actually not just help them but also allow us to ground ourselves in that hope and that promise of God able to work in us God is calling us to walk alongside each other just as Naomi and Ruth helped each helped the, their situation out by by being there for each other. We learn a lot from this story of Ruth and Naomi and I hope over the the last couple of weeks when we've been thinking about their story that we have found encouragement. Let's create continue to create space for God Let's meet him halfway. Let's recognise the bright lights that God brings us in our journey through dark tunnels and let us be the bright lights for others as we walk with them in theirs. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for this wonderful ancient story of companionship, of fellowship, of love and care. We thank you for those who have cared for us in our difficult times. We thank you for the glimpses that we have had of your love and your light breaking into our darkness and as we are reminded of your presence in those challenging moments of life let us recognize how we can be the bright lights for others let us look out for our companions along life's journey and see what we can do to help them lord we continue to pray for our world And we recognise that this pandemic reaches into all corners of our world. And although we in the Western world are able to find health systems and find money to manage the situation as best we can, we recognise that that help, that support is not there for so many millions around the world where the infrastructure is not as strong as ours. And so we do pray for all the most vulnerable people of our world facing whatever challenge that they are facing in life at this time. Lord, bless us as we continue to live as your people. Help us reach out for you. Help us meet you knowing that your energy will fill us and your nourishment is great. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today and I look forward to welcoming you next week, next Wednesday, for the latest in our podcast series. We're going on to a new theme next week and I I look forward to you joining me then. Thank you and God bless.